Welcome to the Monsters and Suits podcast. I'm your host, Emery, or Monsters and Suits on Instagram. And today's episode is going to be the theme of working for the state as a graphic designer. And uh, we'll probably touch on burnout a little bit at the end. So my guest today is a very good friend of mine, a ex-coworker of mine, and a super creative, talented individual. And she has been working for the state of California as a graphic designer for 16 years. So this is Veronica Espinoza. What's hey. up, Veronica? Hey, um. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing okay. So, um, so you, you've worked for the state for 16 years. Yes, I have. As um, a graphic designer. Yeah, I started out as, as a student. Yeah as, yeah, as did I, yeah. Yeah. For the same, for the same state agency. So you spent the majority of your 16 years at one state agency. Yes. Like myself. Yes, we have very similar stories. Yeah, like I have some experience <laughs> with, with three other ones, but um, my majority of my time has been with one. Oh, yeah, I think I know a story or two. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I've known Veronica forever, so she will be uh, reaming me here and there. So... <laughs> Sorry, I'll keep it. No, 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 no. Feel free. So, um, so how long did you work as a student before you got on? Um, I actually worked as a student for about a year in uh, not even like the communications department. It was in IT, which was a a really cool experience, uh, and it did not prepare me <laughs> for what I was in for. What I did eventually go into communications, but I had a good time. So uh, you, and so like myself, you went to uh, Sac State and got a design degree through Sac State. Yeah, that, that was, um, that was a fun experience. Um, well, you went, you went through before there was cohorts. Like I like, was actually the first cohort. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So it was about, um, I think about 60 people had applied and uh, gosh, I think it was 20. I think it was 20 people that actually got accepted that, that first cohort, um, yeah, I think that's what it was. So it was pretty stressful. I know a lot of people applied. There was a lot of sad, sad people. Yeah, yeah there always is, man. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine if you do all that pre-work and then you don't get in, I'd be pretty upset. Yeah, it was rough. Um, people were, uh, you know, you know, who had been in the trying to get in the program or started the program or taking classes for the program, uh, were, you know, started even before I did, and then they, you know, then they applied and didn't get in, and it was. Little do they know that the <laughs> career that they would then choose would be communications or uh, media or something like that in communications, which is a thousand times easier of a program. And if, once you get in working for the state, you're going to make way more money than you will <laughs> as a graphic designer. Yeah, most L likely, yeah. Little did they know that's actually the best thing that happened to them was getting <laughs> was not going through a program. <laughs> no, it was, it was good. Um, you know, I, I still talked to quite a few people that I went through the cohort with and uh i think it was probably the best way for them to like move forward yeah. with that program because uh you definitely like by the end of like oh god the first semester everyone was like calling each other like two in the morning like yep. what, can i cuss what the fuck are we doing what yep. what are we supposed to turn in tomorrow and then you have gwen <laughs> i had gwen so then you go to class the next day or after staying up for two in the morning for multiple nights and you show your piece to Gwen and Gwen would, would ream you. But, you know, I think she probably prepared us more than anybody, any yes. of the professors did, like how yes. to deal with a, 
a difficult client. <laughs> yes. And, and working for the state, um, the majority of our clients are difficult in some ways because they're not actual professional clients, um, whereas it's not their business. They don't have experience working with the graphic designer. So usually this is the first time. And usually we're training them how to work with us. Yeah. You know, it, I always say like they, they, they don't know what they don't know. Right. So people are, you know, they think they have an idea. They know, they think they know what they want, but not necessarily what they need. And, yeah. and building that trust, especially when everyone thinks they're right in the state, you know, it's challenging for sure. Well, especially with um, seniority in the state, it gets real sticky. Um, yeah. because you're like, okay, who is actually in charge of this project here? You're like this person that doesn't know anything. And really some people don't have much of experience or education and shouldn't be working on this project. See, yeah, no, I, I get that. And I, I, and to an extent I agree, but like when probably maybe like six years ago, like, like I like my idea of what a designer should be and what what I should be doing that fulfilled me more kind of shifted. But that was only six years ago. No, no, no the idea of that I wanted to, because because working for the state and the the design process gets a little stale because you know you're doing the same projects, you're doing the same things. Mm. Um, it it became more about educating the client and like really putting that problem solving aspect of what I do into, into play. It, yeah. Um, and then I found that when I help people do their job better and became less about me, uh, that's easier. It, it got more fulfilling really quick. And I, and nice. I think that's, I think that helped, um, me a lot more. Like it helped me get through the, the banality of, of what we do on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Did I get off subject? Maybe not. No, no. I mean, <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm like, should we just jump in and start talking about we're working for the state now? Or should we actually go into uh, who you are and how do you got to the state? So, like, were you creative in elementary school, in high school? What was that about? I was a weirdo. In yeah, you're still a weirdo. <laughs> I am still a weirdo. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I, growing up, you know, I was always the kid that could draw, have her do it. Um, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I went to public school for a little while and I was really quiet, didn't talk to anybody. And then my parents put me in the private school and that helped a little bit. Lucky. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, you know, I wouldn't, I didn't have any friends. I was, I was like, <laughs> I was like public school or continuation school. <laughs> yeah, it was choices. close, man. <laughs> So I I, uh, I ended up going to St. Francis for a year, oh. uh, and I I did not fit in. All girls school. It was all girls school, yeah. So um, weird. It was very weird, and um, I lasted about a year, and then I I switched over because I'm from Wood Woodland, and I uh, switched over to Woodland High, and I probably had some of the best teachers of my life. Um, you know, I had two awesome art teachers. Um, Mr. Warner, Miss King, and I had a really amazing, uh, like drafting teacher, Dude, Mr. Nice. Yeah. It was like, like these teachers were trying to help kids like me not to end up <laughs> with <laughs> 10 kids in a, you know, just, you know, 
they like looking back, they they made an effort like any way they could. They made an impact any way they could. And I'm like That's great, super man. grateful to them. Um, and so Mr. Warner, uh, he's passed away. He, he he's helped a lot of my my friends and and kids I grew up with. Uh, he wanted all of his students to go to CCAC. Oh yeah, yeah, college arts and crafts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was all. That's it, great. It was all about. Uh, That's Bay Area. Yeah, it was San Francisco yeah. by the uh, bottom of the hill. I think it was. Yeah. And uh, I it, looked. At, I looked at that school. I looked at Otis and I looked at all these other schools that I found out I couldn't afford. Yeah. yeah. It will, yeah. <laughs> so like so he so he like pushed you know he pushed a lot of these poor kids to this school right like and a lot of them they, if you got in I, well you you if you could figure out how to pay for it you'd do well. Um, yeah, and so that's it was a legit school. Yeah. So it was commercial art. It, it wasn't, uh, like design, like graphic design so oh. much because he was pushing, cause you know, commercial, not like 90, what? It's kind of like the same name yeah. back in the day. Yeah. 93, 92, 94. Like it, you, that's yeah. what you went to school for, for, or if yeah. you wanted a job in like, yeah. in the design creative realm, it would, it would be more, you know, commercial art. And, um, yeah, it, you know, you know, I had AP classes and whatever, and, uh, you know, I barely graduated high school, but, you know, I still, uh, I still kept chugging along and went to, uh, I went to junior college for a while. And Sac City? I went to all, almost all of the Sacramento. <laughs> Me too. But majority Sac City, yeah. but I went to AR, I went to, uh, I went all over. I, I, AR has a great art new media program, or they did when I went there in Sac City too. Yeah. And, uh, Kasumas. I don't know. I took some some general ed class there. I don't think I did very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was all over the place. Um, I, you know, I this story is really long. My, you know, I was thinking about my education, like history, in a, and you you remember that uh, comic, the Family Circus. Mm-hmm. You remember the little boy who would like, I'm gonna go to my friend's house, and then he would leave his house, and it was like this meandering through all these, you know houses and parks and him playing on different like structures like that was me that was you. in yeah. my college experience I was because <laughs> I by and you know eventually I ended up at uh, you know I you know I was after several years of not doing well in junior college my parents kind of put me in a trade school shout out really yeah that's how I, I became I was a, a dental assistant for about eight eight or nine years I didn't know that and halfway through I was like Dude. I don't want to do this do you wish that you stuck you stuck out you know what I you know what I think a part of me <clears throat> I miss I still miss like the patients I miss the interaction with people um I got to see you miss the money no it wasn't me I wasn't the money um but like like you could see your impact on people like right away like people Crap design. Well, you know, yeah. You used to, you know, I used to think I could, you know, change the world with graphic design and, too, you know, yeah. connect with people and they would even know who I am. Anyway, um, I halfway through my my career as a dental assistant, I realized I didn't want to do that anymore. And I, you know, started taking night classes. And um, my goal was to get into UCD, which I did. Oh, yeah. I got into UCD. But, but their art program at UC Davis or their design program is much different. No, it was actually I actually did a the fine art because I, you know I, I my my. I mean, I their design program there is, is basically fine art too. It's not yeah, graphic design. Yeah, it it, it it was less more theory, less yeah. practical. I think. I remember when people were like, "Why well, I got a design degree from UC Davis?" I'm like, "That's a fine art degree, bro." 
<laughs> yeah, it, it's a, it was a little different. I, I, I know a couple of people who got their design degrees from there. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll go through it quick. You know, for about a couple of weeks, I went to UCD, uh, and I realized that all my teachers were teacher aides, teachers' oh, aides. Oh, really? And, uh, you know, and I could barely afford, their, afford the school to begin with, and I was like, I can't do, I can't justify. What a ripoff. You know, and my bike got stolen, too, so I couldn't get <laughs> Um, Doesn't so, everyone already have a bike in UC Davis? Yeah, I mean, they Davis? just wanted mine, I guess. Um, so, you know, um, I ended up going back to uh, junior college and I, you know, thought I could do a little bit of hygiene. And after O-Chem, I quickly gave up. And then I, someone, one of my friends I went to high school with said, I think you might like graphic design. Um, and I think Sac State has a, a pretty good program. You should check it out. That's very true. And um, that's how I ended up at Sac State. Dude, so. <laughs> <laughs> My very long story. Nice journey. So um, so you're going to Sac State. Were you working? Actually, um, I, I did decide to, to buckle down and, um, and, and just put all my eggs in one basket. I, I, um, was working Fridays, I think at, at the dental office for a while. Nice. Um, and just, you know, they did, I did the thing, right. You stay up all night. Yeah. You have a fun time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, looking back at it, it was fun. It, it was, was great. It's a lot funner than, than my career. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, <laughs> So, did you get your? Uh, were you a student assistant while you were going there, or did you? Um, how did you get your student assistant position? What do you mean, my student? When you were a student graphic designer. Oh, uh, at uh, I was I got an internship. Oh God, uh, Jason Maggio. He was a uh, he had a like skateboard couture uh, magazine, and okay. I think he like he gave like tons of kids. Sweet. Or not kids, young adults. Um, Shout out to that guy. Man. Yeah, he was he was a really nice guy. I don't know what I think he still is around Sacramento. Hopefully, yeah, that's sweet. Um, and then uh, I, you know, I think I used to hang around Grids for you know, yeah, kind of help out. There. Shout out to Grids. Yeah, you know they help me, man. They promote every episode. I'm oh, do touch, they really? Yeah, I'm in touch with Grids for sure, man. Yeah. They do great. I mean, when I was there, um, my best friend Claire was in charge of Grids. Oh wow! So it's still popping, man. Their Instagram is off the hook. They're they're always having speakers and guests, and through their Instagram is is off the hook. That's right. Yeah, you know, one thing about Sac State and their and their in their like little community is that I, I feel like they have always tried to support us, their alumni, and yeah, and and the, and the kids that are going through. Dude, Richard Pratt's first guy on this podcast, yeah, man. Yeah, He I, was like, no problem, I'll be there. I'm like, sweet. No, I was listening to some of his podcasts, and I was like, gosh, he sounds really eloquent. I don't think I can, like, Dude, go on after come him. on, man. I've listened <laughs> to that podcast multiple times because I keep on learning things from it. I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you say about that? I need to fast forward to that part again. Um, but, yeah, 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 um, yeah I, I had enjoyed my experience over there. It so then you got a you got a internship at the state. I got an internship okay. at the state. I, I you know a different agency than what you're working for. What you worked for a majority of your, of your career. No, it's the same one. Okay, yeah, same with me. Yeah, same one. Yeah, and I did not learn my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Neither have I. <laughs> but um, all right. So now we're out to uh, working working for the state. <laughs> 
think we're jumping around. That's okay, right? Yeah, but that's good, man. I wanted to cover your background and then, then go to uh, how it is working for the state. Thanks. And so, um, I mean, me and you are, are very similar. Um, you know, I think we have friends that have similar career paths working for the state for this many years as a graphic designer. And um, I don't know anyone that's that's too thrilled about it. You know, like I was saying earlier, like for me, I had to really find what made it work for me to make it to make it uh, manageable. Uh, like the people that I worked with, like you or, you know, some of the writers like. Um, you know, <laughs> Dude, so, so today, uh-oh. so today I'm working on this on this project and um the the editor so we work with ios information officers and they're the editor right and um the editor comes back and this always happens man and i don't you know usually i don't trip about it and i, I don't because it happens so many times you came and you came should and, be ready for it right yeah i am ready for it every time but but i still <clears throat> i still takes me a second to go what is when when like because they're giving you copy that they created and you're laying out that copy and then when edits are needed to that copy they make it sound like it's your fault. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. And uh, yeah, um, there, there's a, there's a, a period that's missed. I'm like, that you missed that period, not me. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you say that? Just instead like, of making it really <laughs> ambiguous, like, well, I don't know what happened to the period. No, the copy they gave me didn't have that period. So why don't you say that? Because you're CCing my manager and everyone else in this email oh. thread, and you should know that. And that happens. That happened my whole career. My whole career that's happened. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, like, I, I have run into many people who, you know, I since our experience is so limited as far as, like, you know, public public, public or private, um, I, you know, I just think they're shitty people. Like, <laughs> just, just, they're Boil everywhere. It down. They're everywhere. They're sprinkled through every office and every grocery store. Like, they're... No, they're just going to be everywhere, right? I, I will say this. I mean, because the audience that we're speaking to, you know, a lot of them are not state designers. Some of them are, some of them aren't. And I will say that every state design, every state agency is completely different. And the the quality of the people there is completely different. Some I've worked for and the quality of the people have been excellent, very down-to-earth people. Some agencies I've worked for and the people have been very alpha-oriented, very thinking they're they're, you know, holding their nose up type of atm- type of atmosphere. And like, um, you know, we work in public affairs, both of us. So, so, um, I, I did, you did. So public affairs has um, people that are very outgoing, they're extroverted and they're very career focused. And, um, and that doesn't really breed the best type of people sometimes. Um, uh, yes and no, yes and no. Um, like I was saying, like maybe the the pile of the piles of shit are more closely <laughs> together. It's like, but uh, you know, overall, gosh darn it, that's really hard. Um, I've worked with some really great people, like the last 15, 16 years, and yeah. I've worked with some really awful um, people too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like you, too, like man. you, they might be the devil, like. Yeah, I, I met one of those people. Yes, yeah. you did. Yeah. yeah. Um, she actually hired me. She liked me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Dude, I, I hear you, man, though. Like, um, you're right, because, like, uh, one of the IOs I work with right now, 
um, Jan Birch, um, one of the greatest IOs I've ever worked with. So nice, so understanding, so appreciative of my time. Doesn't make me do double work. Knows she listens to me on what I have to say. You, you know what? I'm going to take you back because I think some of the problem is, is that, you know, the graphic designers typically go to graphic design school. They're, you know, formally treated, trained in, into a classification, into a place in the state where they, there's specific jobs. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes what happens when you get state workers, you get people who can kind of write or you can get people who can kind <laughs> yeah. of do something. Yes. And, you know, you get enough training and you get enough whatever um, and they're allowed to get into these, you know, positions because they know so-and-so and they do this and this. And, um, and I find that, uh, like the marketing piece is missing the, the editorial piece. Mm -hmm. Like there's always a missing piece to some of these people. Um, and I think that's where you get like, you missed a period here or you fucked up here because that's their shortcomings. That's their insecurities and that's their BS, um, you know, yeah, it's true. Kick, kick back onto you because, you know, you used to say, I remember you used to say this all the time, uh, we, you know, we're digging ditches, right? Like we're like, we're in it, we're taking, you know, we're, we're working with multiple people. We have like, you know, anywhere from like 10 to 15 projects at any given moment. And, uh, and you know, you know, what we do is perceived as magic and it's not magic. It's or useless. Or <laughs> Some people do not value what we do whatsoever yeah, that yeah. we work with. Well, you know, it, like make it pretty. Like, you know, yes. there's only so many times I can hear that without like Make it pretty. And it's just like, you know, this is a magic. I used to fight that. Now I'm like, yeah, that's what sure. I do. I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> if it makes the phone call end quicker. Exactly. Make this email chain over, then fine. Um, so so I'll give a little background with my relationship with Veronica is that um, I had, it's 2009 and um, I had gotten hired at the agency that Veronica worked, worked with. And back in 2009, I was, I had what, three years as a professional designer um, under my belt, three years experience at the state. And I was, um, I was, cause I think it was 2009, could have been 2010, but I think 2009. And um, I was very much a go-getter. I was like trying to prove myself with everything I did. I thought I could change the world with my graphic design. I thought I was going to be the best graphic designer in the world. I was, and I was willing to put in the effort to prove it. Yes, you were. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to work how hard. I'm going to work harder than anyone. And I'm going to make sure everything's buttoned up tight. And, and I had like. And my eye is going to twitch the whole time. <laughs> yeah. But I had. You know, I had binders documenting everything. I had like my organization was 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 top notch. I was like, this is what I'm doing, and I am saving the world with my design. Yeah, you're super anal for sure. Super anal, and um, so I get to Veronica. And Veronica's like, Veronica's like, bro, what are you doing? And I <laughs> and I'm like, but you don't have this together. You don't have this organization system. What? How do you guys do this? And and I'm tripping out, like running around in circles trying to like organize all their stuff that they have at that agency in the design unit. And, uh, and Veronica's like, dude, you can't, you can't work like that. You can't work like that. You have to calm down. You have to. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, and she's like, you stressed out. Huh? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going home stressed out. I'm thinking about this. She's like, you can't let anyone rent space in your head. Right. right. You know? And, um, cause I'd go home and I'd trip out about work and try and 
how can I do all this stuff? And, right. you know, that's my whole life was I was defined as being a graphic designer. You defined yourself what you by what you did so much. It took up so much of your identity that you had very little of yourself left over yeah. to the point where I, I don't think you were even really taking care of yourself at that point. No, I wasn't. And, um, and, and it trickled down because um, things only got worse for me on that level when you have that mind state like I have and you work in an environment like the state where the works can keep on coming in. They really don't care about how awesome it is. All they care is that it's completed and that you're not causing any trouble. And that's it. And they don't want to hear your opinion. They don't want to hear how you can improve things. You know, so it's like it's um, you're banging your head against a brick wall trying to create change when you work for the state. Yeah, they have completed work training for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, but so, I mean, you're the one that taught me that and you're the one that taught me to calm down. You're going to get burnt out. You can't survive like this. And you need to um, really balance out your life. And um, that was the beginning of my journey to who I am now, for sure, man. It's like you played a big part in that. And um, I wish I listened to you more than I did because I, I did take it to heart. But um, I ended up I ended up getting hired back at my, at my um, previous agency a little bit afterwards because things were kind of crazy at that agency. Um, like the division chief just got kind of kicked out and all this stuff was going on. And and uh, I ended up choosing, I choosing to get hired back at my old agency. Yeah. But um, – I wish that when I went over there, I really took to heart um, what you had talked about because I did to some degree. You know, I I wish you, I wish you did too because I think it would have worked out well in the long run. Um, but you know, everyone's on their own journey. You know, yeah. Uh, I yeah, that was that was a that was an interesting time. Yeah, yeah. man. I mean, I truly didn't. It wasn't until. So, like, I mean, one of the things that we want to talk about and this is a little early bring up, but um, being burnt out, man, is is um, that's something that hit me really, really hard. Yeah, and um, you were going super hard, like, for what, like, maybe five, seven ten years, yeah, straight, ten years straight. That um, I was, I was trying to be king of the king of the mountain, you know. And I, you know, when I think about, and what? you can't do that at the state. Oh no, the no. state's working in the mailroom. The work's gonna keep on coming in. You get it. You get it stamped. You push it out. There's no such thing as one and done. No. Can, can you? Can you? If you work for the state, you'll you'll know all these little catchphrases. It's true. Um. Oh man, I was gonna say. Um. No. It, I mean, you don't have. I mean, because of the the managers and the structure, and the um, the levels of hierarchy in the state, you have little control. And and if you try and fight that, if you try and become something that you're not in the place you're not that's not your oh, position oh yeah you sure. get beat down oh for sure like when i first started working for the state and as a designer i mm-hmm. i i had the same like delusions of grandeur too like i wanted to like i wanted to really make an impact and like it's not that you don't get to do those things you get to do those things in a different way on a different level and that's when i was saying like you get to do that like with the people you work with or the, it's going to sound so cheesy, like your mission, like it, it, it does, like if you let it mean something to you, like it can, like it, it can make those days that seem really unfulfilling, like worthwhile, like it, it really can. 
Um, but it can also. <laughs> so. No, no. So what I wanted to t- talk about is like, what's so great about being a graphic designer, or a designer, or you know, a creative, um, is that like I think our general enthusiasm, enthusiasm for like just knowing about a, a lot of different things, right? And when you start letting all those things overwhelm you, like just the work aspect of it. You, as a as a creative person, you, fuck, you, you drown some of that out for sure. And uh, and some of the best parts of you that make you a good designer or a good person to work with or be around, like that shit gets drowned out because yeah. you get lost in that that you know that minutia. But you know, I I know I wish I would have you know took I took a minute and did didn't do all like. I wish I went went private for a little while just yeah. to see, but you know I, I've heard horror stories there too. So you know, I mean, there are a lot of benefits working for the state. I'm not going to say there, there's not. There's, I have a lot of friends that work in the private sector, and uh, they all got laid off during COVID. And, yeah, and uh, my job, my job is secure. Yeah, and uh, I have I have health benefits, and uh, I'm vested in those. And uh, I mean, like I'm going to ask you, how many years to retirement? Uh well, one hundred fifty-five, man. Yeah, that, that's so you know. Don't tell me your age. Yeah, so uh, you know, so, so several years to go, but uh, but I mean, I don't know how much I'll get. I mean, why well, I do because I check my calpers and that's a retirement made a calculator, but it's not that much. So I'll be but, working you know, a second job, or I'll be working a job well, like, while I'm retired. That's sure. great, right? Like you can like you can choose what that second job is going to be, and it could be something that you enjoy and you're going to have the freedom to do that like that's what I'm really excited about that idea that I get this third career you know whether it be with design whether it's creative whether whether or not like we're in the you know the art studio for like 10 hours a day so me and Veronica are part of the same art studio which is an art studio Sacramento which off 17th and I and uh, we actually have a show this weekend November I forget what Saturday yeah 12th it's a holiday show so come check it out good plug that was yeah good. but but veronica does some killer watercolors you're not gonna be able to buy one because they're already sold as soon as she gets them done but uh but she does some killer watercolor birds so uh what's what's your instagram vero spins vero spin yeah vero spin yeah I, you know I, I need to take your advice and just do it all all art all art no one wants yeah. to see my kid all the time keep on telling her she needs to rebrand her instagram account and not have it be all um everything and like veggies be, ve- veggies kids and birds yeah i just have it be art only but uh like mine it. like mine I will, I will but i'm telling my friend detail the same thing i'm like come on man D- detail three on 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 uh instagram he's a crazy great artist but um, i don't think his instagram represents him as, as well same with yours yeah well i'll get to it but um but that's where i mean so that that's where i come from is is like a, this you know graphic design background and uh, when my world blow, blew up, I got burnt out really bad. Um, and then I dealt with a divorce that that happened at the same time. And um, a whole bunch of bad things happened to me at one time. And all of a sudden, I realized that I should listen to Veronica a little bit more back in the day and had more balance in my life. And that's where I am now. And it's pretty good. It's, it's fucking amazing. It's, it is it's, amazing. It's wonderful to watch you, like, really come into it, like, in your art and with this, this is, uh, I'm really proud of you. Like different person than I was for sure. Oh man. my God. So different. <laughs> yeah. But it was good, man. But like, that's where I'm finding joy now is, is like, 
and it's making me a better graphic designer. It's making me make me um, easier to deal with. When when you're when you're trying to change the world with your graphic designer, when you're trying to be the best graphic designer ever, you're not going to be as friendly and easy to deal with um, in the meeting rooms dealing with these uh, finance people trying to get a report done, and uh, you know. You know, yeah, it. You know that to me is like what I said. Like this is the most important thing to them, right? And your job isn't to tell them they're wrong, to tell them that they don't know what they're talking yeah. about. Like my manager says, never say no. Oh well, say. I'm like I hate that, but okay. But it's it's right. I mean, when you're dealing with someone, it's there's other ways to work out how to say that's not the correct way of doing that. Yeah, you, you know, know what? I think one of the things we missed in school is like how how to deal the psychology of dealing with the client, right? A thousand percent. That yes. should be a class. I've I've said that before. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, how to do those follow up emails, like <laughs> like dude, all those things. How like, to correctly email a client? How to how to deal with a one on uh, with a client meeting? Yeah, you you know you have all these young young adults, you know, going out in the world like getting mowed over by mowed over dude like by like crappy adults like i mean and worst and these people like i was like like we're talking about ios and editors those ios and editors half of them are flunked out graphic designers that didn't get into the program (laughs) that went to communications and media and now they're the io telling you how to do your job i'm like why they're the ones to tell you telling you to do the magic now right yeah yeah do your magic they're the ones giving you, um, you know, directing you on how the art should look. Yeah. Yeah, everyone knows better, right? Everyone knows better except for the graphic designer that went to school for it. For years. Yeah, no, yeah. I get it. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I get it because I've did it for freaking 16 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, day by day, one foot in front of the other. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, like that, but like. I think when you do have a job, like when you sacrifice certain aspects of what you do for a job, like what we have, like you have to have things like what you're doing right right now or, you know, the art studios Mm -hmm. on I street. Yeah. (laughs) 17th and I behind Bambi's. You have to have those things. You have to have that balance and, you know, it, it, it keeps you sane, man. Yeah, it keeps you sane, man. It keeps you in just a better better frame of mind so you're happier because it can really get daunting working for the state when you have it's a mailroom, mailroom environment. So what I mean by that is you have projects coming in one after another. You don't get very much credit or you don't get thanks for anything that you do. Oh, you, you have to give up the idea of getting credit. For <laughs> yeah. Just the, you got to put that, that out there right now. Like it's yeah. not yours, but you know, like. I, you know, do we used to have a division chief? And so, um, we had, a uh, this big, um, conference that we put on, right. Huge conference. And like, you know, um, all the state employees would, would, would go to it. It was huge. And we would do all the, all the PowerPoint presentations. I think I know what you're talking all about. All the signage. Yeah. All the signage, all the look, I mean, you name it, we do the work for the whole entire thing. Right. So everything was basically touched by our design unit. And our division chief would go up there and say, thank you to this this person, this person, this person, this IO for putting this on and not ever thank us. It was like it was like five years in a <clears> row <throat> that she never thanked us for one thing. And I'm like, we put on the whole event. So, you know, I, you know, I. I think a lot of a lot of 
people or different divisions or areas in an organization, you know, they're putting in, you know, that, 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 that day-to-day like grind kind of stuff. And, and what we do seems like an afterthought, right? So all that heavy lifting is done by other people where, you know, what we do is, you know, we're, we should be, con- you know, we should consider ourselves lucky that we get to do what we do because it's <laughs> so much saying, funner. Are you than, saying that's what other people say to us? Yes. 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 <laughs> okay. Because, you know, like we should be thankful that we have, even get to do these kinds of jobs because. They, they do say that we have the fun job. Yes. I'm yes. like, it's not because I have to work with you. <laughs> <laughs> but (laughs) (laughs) so there there is another part to what you're saying though i I think it's also that they don't relate to us so that division chief she had a newspaper background so she didn't relate to graphic designers and what we did at all i doubt she appreciated it so so it's like who she appreciated were the people that were creating content for it i guess no we and and i don't mean to interrupt you but like in graphic design and the visual the visual aspect of what we do, like that's easy to control and it's easy to take credit for. Um, I mean, I, I'm sure you've been a part of that time and time again. Like, you know, it's easy to take your hours of work and just let someone else kind of edit it or change this to there. And, and all of a sudden it was their idea. Like it yes. was their works. It, it's, it's always the, yeah, I remember, I, I remember I did a kick butt powerful PowerPoint presentation for this really high um, high level dude at the agency I worked with you, and <laughs> dude, I mean it was like it was like um, really awesome. Like the guy that that get that did it actually was actually was like, dude, this is phenomenal. And he called down, and the IO that worked on it with me was the one that got all the praise. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, he was saying what a, how great the PowerPoint looked. He wasn't saying oh the content that I gave you was amazing. Yeah. But the IO took all the credit. He didn't say, oh, yeah, Emery did this, took all the credit, and it's like that's how it is to work for the state. But, like, you know, it's how many are – like, now do you give a, a two shits? I give abs- – no, actually now. So this is how far I've come from that. Yay. This is how far I've come from that. <laughs> I actually do not want people saying my name, period, and I don't want people even knowing that I, I'm even around. Like, basically, have me be a ghost in the background, and I'll do my job because I don't want the hassle – I don't want that. I don't want the hassle. I don't want people coming to me for anything. Right. It's it's like basically, I'm, I'm doing my job. I'm doing what you tell me to do. I'm not going to be volunteering to do all this other stuff like I used to do. And uh, because I had coworkers that were telling me, "Dude, Emery, you need to quit volunteering." Yeah. No. I mean, I, I I've had that happen to me before. Also, like you'd look, you go, <laughs> we'd have like meetings and you'd look at your list of things to do. And you look at other people's are like, Oh, that sucks for me. Like, and they're getting paid way more than me. Or, and all they're doing is sitting at their desk. The coming up with them BS. The same, you know, yeah, yeah, maybe cut that part out, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. You, you got me stumped. Like, like you want to do a good job and I know you and no, even though you're talking smack, like I know you do a good job. Like it's not in you not to do a good job. It's just, I understand when you say like, you'd rather be in the background. You'd rather be not in the spotlight because when, when, when you're 
in that position when people see you more, you get more people. Um, it's not like you get targeted more. You just, mm-hmm. it's, you know, there's no incentive for someone like you or I to, to do like, to do above and beyond because, you know, you can, but to, to what point, to what end, you know? And, and I'm not trying to sound like an asshole or like be lazy. Like, it's not that like the, the type of personalities that are graphic designers, they tend to overwork themselves. So, so I think what it is, is that, is that working for the state as a graphic designer is you have to realize it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Like we're saying, I have to, I have till I'm 55 till I retire. So that's a marathon. I need to survive for how many, how many years I have till I retire. So what does that mean? I need to do, I need to do my, my, my work really quality. I mean, I need to make sure that people are not, I'm not getting. You want to be proud of it, right? Like at the end of the day, you want to be proud of what you do. Yeah, but I'm not trying to do as much as possible. All the time. Not for the sake of your health. And that's what you were doing before, for sure. Yes. And that's what it comes down to. Like when we're, when we're talking about burnout and we're, and when I'm talking about negative things about working for the state or like trying too hard is, is, um, the reason why is because, because you will have burnout when you're working with, um, I think one of the, one, of the, I mean, I was, I was listing for this, for this podcast with you, I knew I was going to talk about burnout. And so I was listing all the reasons why maybe burnout happens when you work for the state. And um, I, I can think of a lot of different reasons. I mean, like, um, you know, role confusion and um, seniority when you're working on a project because you'll get beaten down by someone that shouldn't be a sen- senior, shouldn't be the the lead on the project, and then um, it becomes a very difficult, confusing situation. Um, I, I put, um, never ending projects like you just mentioned, I put, um, ch- challenging clients, um, that you have to train or you have to teach how to be a client properly. A lot of that happens. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I'll work on one job I've worked on for 10 years. Yeah. Well, in that 10 years, I've pretty much had 10 different clients on it. Yeah. So it's their first time working on it and yeah. they're excited. Right. And I'm like, well, this is my 10th year working on it. And you need let, to trust me a little bit. Let me tell you how this goes. Right. And every single year the person comes on and they're super excited because they don't do the cyber work. I, I say, I always say like, oh, they want to piss on it and make it theirs. Yes, yes exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. And, and so, so that gets daunting once you do that for 10 years in a row and on a thousand different projects that gets daunting. Yeah. I, I think though, one of the things that, that for me, working for the state is the biggest problem is that there's no chargeback system. What does that mean? So if you're if you're in the private sector, I'm going to charge you $100 an hour for everything I do. So if you want to change to this project, it's going to cost you money. Oh, yeah. So there's there, value to that. Yeah, there's no... Um like penalties for your time their yes. your their time is your time is in, infinite right yes yes correct so they they can have as many changes as they, as they want they can re- require the turnaround time as short as they want and they can do that for as long as the project lasts and they and no one's going to tell them to stop right so you'd be like yeah you know what i like everything here but now i want everything changed so that's when you you, that's when as a designer we we manage expectations right that's when we start saying no matter what you do no matter what changes you make it's going to take me this long 
you're not going to immediately go in that the, the front of the of the queue. You're going to go in the back. Dude, you know, you and, know what, and, and hopefully you have a boss that that's al- what I was going to say that allows you to do that. Most of the time, not. Most I, of the yeah. time, not. Most of the time, you know, you're right. I, I've had. Um, I've I mean, had. my my boss, my manager now, really, um, she's great, but she picks and chooses when she's going to do that, as you have to. You know, and you know, I'm all I'm all about. Allowing yourself to fail too. Like there's nothing wrong with failing and, and showing people that like, if you keep pushing me this hard, I'm not going to meet your expectations. That's interesting. I like that. No, I mean, you got, I mean, you got to like it. And, and we're in a, in a unique situation where we can do something like that. Like maybe not in private, you know, you know, you probably, we probably wouldn't fly as much, but, uh, but you know, we do work for, you know, for the state and we are protected by the union and we have a certain amount of protection and, you know, I I think it's, it behooves us for us to be able to, to speak those, those truths because man, like, I mean, you have to have a management team that supports you, that lets you talk freely like that and, um, and lets you be open and, and, uh, is willing to back you. And that's really, I think that's a, probably the most important part about being a a designer for the state is having, I want to say like a designer for the state in, in a larger communications department. Yeah. We, we've worked for two, two of the largest. (laughs) Yes. Um, also like with my current experience, like working for a program or something smaller, it, 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 it's a, a whole different beast. And I'm, uh, yeah. It, it, Please it, expand. No, <laughs> I'm not ready. To. So, so recently you moved from this agency that you've been at for about 16 years. Yeah. And, um, you jumped over to a smaller program. Yep. And, um, it's, it's definitely been an experience. It's been an adjustment. Yes. Um, you know, there's positive and negative, negative things with everything, but, um, but so, have they been giving you design jobs or, you know, you know, I, you know, the first week, the first week I was there, I I, I talked to my manager and I was like, I don't think you're ready for me. I don't think, uh, I don't think you're ready for me. I don't think you know what to do with me. And I think this, this could be a problem. And, uh, and you know, he, you know, he talked to me, he talked me down and he's like, just give us six months, you know, like I, I think you're going to like what you're going to be able to do, but, uh, yeah, we'll see how it works out. Um, I am keeping an open mind and I am trying to keep it small in the sense that, you know, what I was talking about earlier, like I'm trying to help those people who want to do something. That's cool. It, Cause if you think about trying to change the world or trying to change what people think about your designs, it's just, you know, that's just doesn't live in the state as often as, well, as you'd like it to. If you're working for a state agency that let's say is a state agency on sand and you don't like sand, <laughs> it's going to make you, it's going to, I mean, it's going to be harder. Yeah. Yeah. And sure. that's, that's the situation that I think a lot of people are in, but if you're working for a state agency, um, that deals with trees and you love trees, then you're going to be a little it's bit more gig. motivated. Oh, for yeah, sure. Right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. So, so, um, you went through, um, what is a jobs.ca.gov and that's how you found the job? Cal careers. Yes. Cal careers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And you went through a, was it, um, 
online interview or, or I mean, Zoom interview or was it in person? It wasn't in person, no. Zoom interview? Yeah. And uh, did he look at your port? Or? No, he didn't. Well, and I he, asked that's him. That's a bad sign. Yeah, I, I should have <laughs> known. I'm like, you don't want to look at my work? He's like, no, I like your, you know, my resume was, you know, I have, like, if you look at my resume, it, it's not, yeah, it's, it's pretty hefty. Like I've done some stuff and, and I'm pretty proud of it. It's just, uh, you know, circumstances being what they were, um, you know, I, you know, I took the job and that's where I'm at. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, I do want to thank you though. Like if I didn't have some of the stuff that I have going on, some of it's because you just would the studio and I mean, even just this, like, you know, like having that support from people in my community, like, you know, my design community, like it, it makes a difference. Like what I was saying, just having those outlets and those people to support you, it makes it easier. Like when we were setting up for the art show, I mean, I don't think I could have done, (laughs) I don't think I could have done it without you you and my friend. Yeah. Um, So yeah, like, you know, it, it it's a balance. It's a it's a it's a tight, tight it's high wire balancing act, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, people you know people might have different experiences than us, but um, I think since our our situation, since we did work for pretty big agencies, um, I think the the expectations on us. Are, are were probably are or were and are more than most a little higher most uh, designers within the state. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with both of us with, we, our, with yeah, our jobs. We just gotta keep it balanced, right? Yeah, gotta keep it balanced. I mean, we're not getting younger, you know. Yes, you don't have to remind me. I'm, I'm closer to retirement than I was when I started. So this this hour, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I think I'm like three years closer to retirement than when from when I started working for the state. Three uh, years? Well, I'm just three years over the halfway mark. Oh, okay, gotcha. I got you. Yeah, you know, I got about eight. Um, you're lucky. You're I'm lucky. So ready. I'm ready um, to paint all day and like maybe take some freelance or like do like some like just pro bono do do some good i'm ready for it i think i'll throw my computer down the toilet after <laughs> you know what like you know i was never a computer person i hated computers i hated them i you know i was you know painting and drawing and yeah and then you know my world just changed well that's kind of what happened with our careers in design too because uh, when we first started it was print i mean i mean i know yeah. my job was all print i love <clears> print i love going to press checks I love doing all that, and um, and now it really feels like graphic design. I mean, for at least working for the state, because yes. I've had some killer graphic designers in here, and their stuff is super creative and awesome. But um, working for the state, I I feel like, and maybe you don't, I don't know. Let me know, but it's less of a creative artistic job now, and it's more of a computer IT accessibility job. Yeah, I was in it. I was hoping you'd say accessibility. That's a huge part of what designers do now. Or user experience too. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, which which all of those are not very, in my opinion. I mean, I'm sure there's UX designers and everyone listening out there. They'll get mad when I say this. Yes, they will. They're not as creative. They're not very creative, and uh, I couldn't do it. 
Okay, that you might make people angry with that. You know, like I, if, know, I, have, if, I have friends that are UX designers. No, but if you think like essentially what designers do, it, they're problem solvers, right? And that's no matter how that looks in the end, um, whether it's digital or or you print like that, that's a fun way to really take the artistic artistic creativity out because graphic- well, you have to be creative when you're problem solve but you can't be artistic when you problem solve well that's why we do our other stuff on the side like that's why we yeah but that's why we got into the job was to well, be artistic no, we just wanted a job that was <laughs> <laughs> so true we so true we didn't want to be like i don't know making t-shirts on the beach all day like the, we yeah. wanted to be able to we don't want a business major, so, you know. We, Our we comms did. major, yeah. Yeah, we do, we did. Yeah I, yeah, I don't think I could have ever done that. Okay, design saved my life, for sure. It absolutely yeah. did. Yeah, I mean, it gave me a focus for a long time, and um, and uh, and it, I, I, I couldn't have gone through, even though the program at Sac State was so hard, I couldn't have survived any other program at Sac State. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're like, yeah, you need to be an engineer, I, I would have failed. I wish, I wish, you know, maybe we need to talk to some of the professors, like, like stress management class, like learning, yeah, like what, what was the other one we were talking about? Like how to deal with clients. Clients, like, it's clients and, and dealing with, with, um, with, with having balance in your workload is super important. You know, but that, that goes, that's a, that's management that's private like those are your bosses like that's people needing to see the value in what you do and but and a part of society part of society growing up in america is give it 110 yeah. percent if you're not giving 100 110 percent then you're slacking yeah and it's like you can't survive doing that well i you mean can't. yeah like look what happened to me yeah <laughs> yeah, it wasn't yeah good, you paid man. for it like i did man i had I, I paid the price man for sure yeah and and you know you know i i know a lot of people who love design and they love what they do but i don't know if they're always the healthiest people like mm-hmm. like honest like it it's scary like it, it consumes them and i just i hope i hope i hope they like pump the brakes a little bit give themselves a minute um you know unplug because it's important yeah, but I mean, on the other hand, like um, I know a lot of designers that thrive in the state environment, and it's all about personality too. Yeah, yeah, I think we might be a little different. Yeah, we're different <laughs> for sure. We're, we're like trying to fit into like a round hole, and we're definitely not <laughs> don't not fit that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, managing workload is a big part of it. Protecting your protecting yourself from too much work coming in. Um, you know, the big part of it, that's things that they don't teach you in school. Um, you know, it's like, like I was saying, it's not a marathon, it's a sprint. And you need to regulate, regulate how much you work and how much you care about your work. Both need to be regulated. You need to take care of yourself mentally. And if you don't take care of yourself first, then you're not going to work hard and you're not going to do your work properly. Right. No, I agree with you. Like, like, but then like, you know, the questions that I like to ask, like, how do we affect those changes? Like, how do we make those things happen? I mean, hopefully just talking about it and maybe someone hears it that has. You pass on the advice to, to the younger generation coming up. Yeah. That, yeah. And maybe people that are more empowered to do those types of things that are, ma- that are making, you know, making these curriculums for these young adults. And maybe they'll hear what we're saying. Yeah. I, you know, you can only hope. 
Yeah, man, it's 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 definitely because um, once you get burnt out, it's hard to recover from that. Oh yeah, like I, I definitely feel like my my ability to handle stress and <laughs> yeah, it's like I pop a lot sooner than I used to, like from when I was in my twenties. Well, and I pop differently. Like when I was when when I was stressed out when I was younger, I'd be like angry. Right. I'd be like, oh, man, you know, I'd be I'd, I'd be Kick angry. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. And now when I pop out, it's sad. I'm like, oh, man, I, I can't do this anymore. And it's almost like a freaking out. <laughs> it's, it's more like an anxiety panic attack now. Yeah. yeah. When before it was it was anger when I was younger. Yeah. That's when you and, had enough energy to be angry. Now, <laughs> now then you're older, it's straight panic attack. <laughs> yeah, it's just panic attack. And it's hard to operate when you're having a panic attack. It's all I'll tell you. fight or flight now. Yeah. And uh, it's no more flight. No more fight. Now it's just flight. It's just flight. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Dude. And the, the only thing that, to fix burnout, the only thing to fix burnout is change your priorities in life. And that's it, man. So, like, your priority before was work. Now your priority needs to be yourself. And that's how you fix burnout is you reprioritize what makes you happy in life. And instead of work being your number one priority and work being what you do and work being who you are. Right. You change it. Yeah. I mean, it's not that you can't have, you can't, it doesn't mean you can't love what you do, but you know, you can't love what you do that hard for yeah <laughs> that long. Like where you become an alcoholic because all you're doing is drinking and fucking working. Right. right? Or, or, you or know, well, whatever like, your vice, like buying too much shit or, yeah. or just, cause that's know. what will happen. Yeah. You'll it, try and balance it out. It'll and, come out one way or another. Yeah. Absolutely. And if, if you don't take time to be working out, to be going on hikes, to be eating properly, to be making sure that you're happy outside of your job, you're going to be miserable and you're not going to be able to do your job right. You know, and you won't even know that you're miserable until something in your body fucks up. Yes. And you're like, oh, shit. Because it's funny, man. It, 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 it creeps up on you different ways. Well, you know, you can't outrun getting older, right? Like, it's going to no. catch up with you one way or sure. another. And, um, yeah, and, and working super hard man you, you just can't you can't sprint forever no not like that no um, no <laughs> no not like that and uh you can try all you want but <laughs> <laughs> i think we both tried yeah i think we both tried <laughs> you know i mean unless you you truly love what you do like um my last guest uh tristan that was on this, I was, i'm sorry yeah dude that guy he has a passion oh yeah and he's like new and it's like he it's like a never-ending waterfall of passion. No, no, that. like you know, I was listening to what he was talking about, and like his, I was listening to the podcast, and I was, I was like, shit, like I don't know yeah. if I want to, I don't want to go on after him, because he was so optimistic and so excited and so prolific, and you know, is yes. in his art or his design, and um, you know, we're all different, and I got it, I got it, you know stop comparing right too old to compare where it just like it's just <laughs> See, it doesn't wisdom matter right there. yeah it Dropping doesn't like i don't even know how old that guy is but like he's young yeah he's young he's like, 30s i think yeah, yeah early so, 30s so you know he has he has a minute like i think the best thing you can do for someone like that is like you remind him like well hopefully like like me and you we put in a lot of hard work at the beginning so right now we're kind of like resting on our laurels a little bit, <laughs> and to a certain degree, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, we know what we know what to do. So we so, know how to do it, and so we do it well. He's putting the hard hard work right now. Yeah, but yeah. And then once he has his business like solid, 
he's he he can take a little more time out for his family, you know. Oh, does he have kids too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's like, gotta be tough, man. I don't like. I'm a mom, and uh, you know, I started going back in the office, and my kids like, I miss you in the morning, mom. So you're going back to the office? Yeah, I'm in, you know, in the office five days a week. No, three days no, just week? three. Um, and he's like, I miss you. I'm having like, he's like, I miss this you sucks. all day. Yeah, what and a like, waste. It it and for to be in an office where there's hardly anyone at like. Uh, there's no interaction. There's no brain. There's no like actual creativity happening with happening with other people there. So it's 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 hard to to, to have a kid, to have a son, and and him wanting you to be home, and you can't be because on someone's whim they they want you in the office. It it on someone's whim for no reason at all. Instead of some old um, train of thought of butts need to be in the seat otherwise they're not doing the job gotta justify all these buildings that are are that are being built that's really it isn't it is 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 these these state agencies own these buildings yes and they need people in the buildings to to justify having i mean and, and one of the biggest things that state workers do they generate revenue downtown like yeah, you know, second reason, right yeah, there. like that. That's a huge. You, you remember that that uh, news uh, news report when like uh, the Steinberg uh, Governor Steinberg was like, "I'm going to stand on top of the rooftops and call the state workers back." And I was like, "Oh fuck, here we go!" Like, girl, no one likes you. It, it, it just it, <laughs> it needs like you are not going to get rehired, brother. It's You're it, out. yeah, not by, get voted back by the state workers. Uh, you know the. Maybe we need to rethink about how how we're we're utilizing downtown instead of just relying on the state workers to generate generate enough revenue to well, dude, to keep it going. You know, I, I know everyone that works from home; they're always door dashing from places downtown anyway. <laughs> so, so, what's a diff? Come I mean, on, we gotta we gotta accept that things are gonna look different for a while. Dude, but, forever, man. I, I think um, working from home changed my life for the better. And um, it oh. gave me, you know, work-life balance, and um, it was amazing. It amazing. was amazing. Amazing, man. And, yeah, um, yeah. And and from what from what I heard, so when 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 they brought people back, um, it was like we're gonna bring you back three days a week, and then four days a week, and then you know over a couple of years, then you'd be full time, right? And and um, and goal, man. Yeah, all the execs were saying that, and uh, all the the CEOs were saying that, and they got so much pushback, so much pushback. I know my my state agency was like, that's what they were going to do, and now they're they're going okay. We're going to go back to two days a week because everyone left, everyone left my state agency. Yeah, and they found a state agency that's work from home, and dude, like um, I know one of our departments like only thirty percent of uh, staffed right now because mm-hmm. everyone's like screw you. Yeah, that was that was that's what's happening at my my old position. Like that people are it's mass exodus or yeah man, and you know and everyone's minimizing it. But whatever, you know. Dude, at least, at least there's backtracking on um, the CEOs and going, okay, okay, we're just going to keep it three days. Or we're going to go back to, we're going to go to two days because there's so much pushback. And it's like, you know, em- employees, we have some power. Yeah, I wish I wish that um, more more state workers believed in their union, back their union. Oh, that's, that's another subject. But Dude, the union's big, man. I pay into my union dues yeah, for sure. Do. I've used them. I'm using them. They're yeah, good, man. Yeah. SCIO, whatever. I've Can't seen the... too many horror stories and like I've been a wit- I've been witness to yeah. to things where like it pays off, man. Pays because off. you can really 
you can get abused and bad things can happen to you when you work for the state and the union is the only thing that's going to have your back. Yeah. They'll talk to HR. If you have a, if you have a, a manager that's, that's uh, being abusive in one way or another or being unfair, mm-hmm. the union will step in and handle it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, one of the benefits of working for the state right there. Yes. It, I mean, like, they don't call it the golden handcuffs for nothing, right? Like That's it. <laughs> like, the golden handcuffs means that we're going to give you benefits um, to keep you there, to keep you working there. Yep. And so, like, for me, it's like, you know, if, if I'm there till I'm 55, then I get this retirement. Yeah. And um, I have to retire from the state agency to get that yes. properly. And um, that's golden handcuffs yep. because it's like they're, you're handcuffed to working for the state, but they're they're nice handcuffs. Yeah, they're nice handcuffs. Like I, I've had some friends like they give me a rash, but you know. <laughs> 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 I've chewed off my arm several times trying to get those things yeah, off. No, yeah, no, like like uh, someone was sent someone sent me a, a a job post, you know, somewhere you know non-state, and man. I, the job looked great. Like I wanted to do it so bad, and uh, you know, it. I, I stopped myself. Yeah, me too. Man. And it's just like uh, the idea that I, I've let something like this kind of drive what you know the decisions that I make. It, you know, it makes me sad sometimes. But we're both pretty practical people. Yes, that's true. And I was thinking about why I was so why I've always kind of been that way, but. You know, like, gotta gotta take care of you know, gotta take care of yours. Hundred percent, man, and hundred um, percent. And and right now, I have a through reasonable accommodations because of uh, some health things going on or whatever for me. Yeah, I have full time work from home. Yeah, and uh, from my state agency, and that means more to me than anything. Right. Else, so like, I'm gonna s- stick with this job, working for the state that I've been there for 15 years, until uh, that. Until something happens. Probably like, the duration, right? Until you can't. Until I can't anymore. And when I can't, I'm gone. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm going to be looking for another job as quick as possible because working from home makes all the difference for me. It takes away all this anxiety that I had when, when I used to go in the office. No, I feel you. Waking up early in the morning, getting dressed up in these, in these ugly office clothes that I hated that were not who I am as a person. Right. And then driving to the office, which is awesome. Who, who doesn't like doing that? <laughs> And super early in the morning. In the dark. In the dark. And then working in a stale office environment for eight hours, which is, it just, it's it's, uh, it's not needed anymore. Yeah, we, we proved that, right? I think, I think that was the whole point. Like, all that outrage was like, you know, people proved it for the last, what, two and a half years that things were getting done and people were happy more so than before. And, you know, I know that. I know that some people had a hard time, but like they started out saying they had our time, and at the end they're like, "No, that's cool. I don't keep it." Oh no! I mean, I I know that some people, you know, there 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 were some instances where not always great things happened, and I've had people express to me that that it, it can be difficult. But you know, it those were those were outliers, right? Like the majority of the people that I've talked to, like like it changed their lives. It it really has. Like for you know you know, to be able to balance all that stuff out and not feel so stressed and not be around all, you know, it only takes one toxic person to, to, to ruin a whole office. It yeah. really does. Um, whether you're private or state or 
you know. Well, you have to be on your toes all the time, no matter what. Yeah. I mean, your screen has to be work 24-7. Well, I'm at home. I got Netflix on the background. I got my work going on my laptop, and I'm cooking something in the kitchen. Yeah. And I got my cat's next to me. Yeah. You know? And you have laundry going. and Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm taking care of business, and I'm happy. And you know what? So And your work's still getting done. My, yeah. my boss, my manager, and everyone said, like, dude, you are such a nicer person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because I don't have anxiety running through me, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm that, relaxed. That shit's real, man. Like, oh, God. Dude, I, I have major social anxiety. So when I'm at work, I feel like I feel like I'm just wigging out, like I'm on crack when, or something. When know. did you start really getting anxiety? Oh, I've had it forever. Forever. Like, it didn't really happen to me until, like, my late 30s. And it, it's debilitating. Yeah. It is that's some scary stuff. Like yeah. I, cause burnout and anxiety, it's you know, hand in hand. hand yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I'm still learning how to, to deal with it properly. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you, have, you have great habits though, man. Riding your bike all the time. Yeah. Like, that's why Vero spins. She's riding her road bike all the time. <laughs> it's safe. Yeah. It's safe. You know? it, yeah. Like doing it, physical activity is one of the best things for anxiety. Yeah. And my art garden and, you know, my yeah. kid, like it, when you have a kid, like you have to realize like most of the stuff, I probably wouldn't have done it just for me. But since I have him, it's like you, I just, it's become like second nature to take care of myself better for someone else. But you know, you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't wait for that to happen. It should just, you should be enough. Yeah. Right. True. It yeah. has to be yeah. something has to motivate you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, um, my last question for you is what is your design motto? Mine is simplicity is the key to good design. What is, what is your design motto? Oh man. If you have a motto, man, I wish you would have asked me before <laughs> or like gave me a heads up. Um, so, so, so think about it. So my, mine is, so my design motto is what I think makes good design. And for me, like my dad said that to me a long time ago, cause my dad's a graphic designer. So my dad was like, Simplicity makes the best design. And um, that's true because I always start out really busy and it goes really, yeah. really, uh, I always have to comment Take down afterwards. Take it away. Take it away. Yeah. yeah. Um, shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is my motto? So balance, maybe. It uh, has to mental be. Mental balance. Right? Yeah. Like if you're not in a good space when, when you're, when you're sitting in front of that computer, you're not taking care of yourself. You're not taking care of yourself, and you're not putting yourself first. Like you're not giving your best to what you do, and in anything, right? Like I don't know if that's a motto, but like I guess it's a like a life motto. You know, I mean, what you taught me was have balance, man. Yeah, absolutely, it's important. So, so that's a wrap. That that's a wrap, man. So, uh, thank you very much, Vera. I appreciate you being on. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, thank you. We are Sacramento. It was produced by We Are Sacramento and The Loft 916. And thank you. Thank you.